starting in three, two, one. <laughs> Yay! Um, thank you, thank you. Welcome once again. Sa I don't know kung pang ilang episode na to ng um, discarte, but today we have um, a friend of mine who I met what three years ago, three something years? like that, yeah. four years ago. Um, and she completely, completely fascinated me because I had artist friends. <laughs> Pero these artist friends aren't as legit as this friend. Cool, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That's true. It's just, I'm just stating facts here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey. Hi, I'm Ina Harjulin. Um, I'm primarily a painter, but I like to do a lot of uh, mixed media. I primarily upcycle stuff like leather scraps from the Marikina shoe industry. I've recently branched out into plastic waste just because there's so much of it. You know, I gotta save money and get free shit yes. to work with. And yes. Wow, I didn't know art. this. I, didn't, I did not know this. Yeah, I'm very bad at yes. marketing myself. So thank you for remembering me. <laughs> Never forgot you. Um, who's your friend again? Elise? Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. She's actually in Chicago now. She's doing really well. She's also amazing. I yeah, love her work so much. Nuts. Um, so your background is did you did you get into art per se from the beginning? Um, yes. Instead of so when a lot of people say, Ina, you're so good at drawing. How does that happen? I just tell them instead of taking notes in school, I was drawing <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I, then you know what's funny? I was doing that, but my my stuff turned out to be really shitty. <laughs> Okay, really? Mm. Like grade school? Or? Yeah, yeah. Since grade school, I've been drawing. Um, and then, you know, when you're really young and you don't really know how the world works, I wanted to be a vet. As Ooh. I got older, I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't want to read. Fuck it. <laughs> Reading is shitting. Um, in my head, I really... One question that I always want to ask is, why do like why do you do what you do and I have a follow-up question to this but why do you do what you do like why art is so fascinating for me in that specific mm-hmm. sense right like why um I primarily got into artwork uh in a time when I was very bad at expressing myself mm-hmm. verbally um and I guess I was also in some way repressing feelings so to kind of work through both those things I just turned to art and then that's how I would express myself. And that's just got what I became comfortable with. Um, of course, lo and behold, after I graduated, I realized I actually have to talk a lot yeah. to people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this way back too, like yeah. how, how to market yourself and how to get your name out. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also, it was also the topic of my TED Talk, um, TEDx Miriam Talk. Oh, you did a TED TED talk? I did. (laughs) One of the first things I said on stage um, after the quick introduction was like, you know, actually, one thing that you don't know about being an artist is Mm. that um, unlike the stereotype where you're hiding at home and then just art goes out, money comes in, Mm -hmm. it's actually a lot like this talk right now where I'm standing in front of an audience and trying to convince you that your time and money is worth investing in me. So that's actually much closer to what being an artist is actually Whoa. like. <laughs> Wait, and who are these people? Are these art? Are these art? The people I was yeah. talking to? No, they were just um, students of Miriam and no, no, I meant, parents. Sorry, what, oh, when you, you mean, do that presentation yeah. thing, um, do you speak to people for funding or? No, um, I just got the TED Talk very randomly, I think. 
TEDx Miriam was just looking for speakers. And they ah, okay, sorry, me. sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I get it. Um, I really should do the talk, though, to um, people in general more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the same. Oh, so funny story. Well, not really funny story, but very related to this. Mm-hmm. So one of my artists um, uh, who did electro, but he was part of a band. He was a bassist. And he and I was like, in the early days of, of what he was doing, I was like, Bri, you should really, really make your own stuff. And he was like, oh. It's a good idea. <laughs> and like five, four years after that, he is now in LA. And one of he's the other day, he was like one of the biggest um, things I've learned thus far. He's been there for about two years. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have, it's, I mean, as much as you want it to be music, uh, all about your music and your emotion, you can't. You have to be able to create from, you really have to dig deep is what he said. Mm-mm. You really have to dig deep and, it can't just all be about your your like your emotions. If you need to put out a track, you have to be able to do it at command. Is it the same with with you, or yeah, is it? I more it really boils down to the fact that I chose art um, first as a way to com- comfort myself, but it turned into a job. So I yeah. do have deadlines. Oh, I just got, yeah. goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Because this is a reality not a lot of the young people realize. Yeah. Um, what does is, what is your art specifically communicate? Okay, so I generally have very strong feelings about, um, I guess, the way the world works and I, some things people take for granted. Um so my work started out with the whole gender identity thing. Mm. I was also questioning my own orientation. Um, but now I've moved on from gender to more the whole environmental crisis. I've always been uh, very passionate about it. It was just never really in my work, which is why I'm using plastic. I don't know if you can see it. So here, I've been like I've been stitching little pieces oh. of plastic onto my painting. Yeah. You have not posted this yet. Not yet. This is going to be part of a group exhibit in um, Let's show it to A-Space. people watching. Yeah. Um, a space? Yeah, August 24th. Yeah. yeah. So this is a work in progress, guys. This is plastic. <laughs> yeah. So I stitch it to make sure it sticks. Didn't you didn't you um do the uh, did you, was it leather that I was seeing you post? Yes, leather was I know. This is, a- what, this is what fascinates me about <laughs> you specifically. You went from showing me uh, that gender, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, whole gender identity. Whole gender. Whole and- androgyny stuff. Yeah, you guys, you guys, I'll link it down below. Um, that's <laughs> it's amazing. And, <laughs> and I saw her doing painting on leather. Was that shoe leather or was that leather yeah, leather? Yeah, it's um, leather used in shoes and bags. Oh. Yeah. And so it's like the scraps from what they cut out and use or rejected pieces. The first one I saw from you um, using uh, a really, I would say, unique medium was uh, the shoe-shaped thingies. Um, the hulma. hulma. Uh, shoe lasts, I think, is what they're called. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were yeah. shoes and you were painting on it. And mm-hmm. It just blew me away. It was just so amazing. And I'm not over... I'm, this is completely sincere because I'm just re- really fascinated as to how how the heck do you even think of that? <laughs> it's you know, actually that's crazy. Yeah, it's a family story. So the it's a funny coincidence that my mother, um, her grandfather took her out to Marikina to 
these shoe factories and then they would get the scraps and mm-hmm. then they would go home and put them together. And then she later on ended up marrying someone who would who didn't even know he was going to get into this as a business. Okay. He, my father then created a shoe business in Marikina. So she saw the leather scraps and goes, why doesn't my daughter do this? <laughs> so yeah, it was a really funny story. It just so happened. Um, my dad's mom has um, a business. And right. My dad made his own. And then my mom in the past. Everything, yeah. everything um, just kind of fell together. Fell together. Yeah. Turned that's, out that's I amazing. liked art. Yeah. My mom wanted to be an artist. But you ah, know that, really? Yeah, but her mother said it's psych, psych or nothing. Or I'm not paying for your college. See? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we were talking about a while ago. Mm-hmm. Does it always have to be this way? Yeah. You know? So she, my mom, was very supportive about my art career because she wanted to be an artist. Yeah. What's what's um, you know what's funny? You she wanted to be an artist, right? Mm-hmm. But then you've got other parents who want to be, who wanted to be the oh, yeah. vice, the president, so they're coming <laughs> and they have the kids work for. Co- Anyways, this is another topic. But <laughs> I'm saying it's it's true, right? Yeah. Um. How do you how do you start? Like, how do you work in on a, on a daily? Like you think of a, where do you draw inspiration from? Is that is that too heavy of a question for painters? Um, I'm really no. scared to ask you. Like really, because just tell me if it's no. Um, how that's a really good question. How do I do it? Well, I've kind of moved past trying to create something that will please other people, and I'm just doing now what feels best for me. And I've always thought the human body has been very fascinating, which is why I've always painted people even in my more environmentally friendly or more plastic works, I include I try to include a human landscape, quote-unquote. Um, so I do people. Um, but really, it's just whatever feels right, whatever I'm most passionate at the time. I do have this piece. I don't know if you've seen it. It's actually not a person. I've done a few landscapes recently. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that. Yeah. I think I saw that. Oh yes, I saw it. Um, oh, sorry, were you? Wait, was that you who drew? Um, was it a street? Was it a busy street? Not a busy street. I've done a few roads, houses oh, roads. from Sidai. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I was actually surprised. Right, it's very different. You know, I was. Um, but then I was also surprised that you were doing those mini mini comics. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, you know, um, I actually, uh, it was something that my friends and I used to do. And for my friend, yeah, we used to make comic strips because I really wanted to see, that's why I'm fascinated about this. Cause I, I really wanted to be like either, I don't know, in the arts, yeah. um, versus music because music was pretty much just thrusted to me because <laughs> my parents are musicians <laughs> Um, they put me through drum class, but really I wanted to be a painter and, you know, what, 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 um, what is, is there a moment of enlightenment for you is, or is it a process? Because for example, for, for me, for, for say a a guitar riff, like hours and hours and you're Mm -hmm. testing and you're, you know, um, but then there are times when you're like, wait, I feel like this is going to work. And then it works. Mm -hmm. I think that happened with my latest landscape. 
Um, it just so what I do is when I think I think something looks pretty or interesting or really cool, I take pictures of it. Then I don't do anything with the pictures, and then I'm given oh. an offer to do a show. I start looking through the pictures and thinking about what materials I have on hand, and then yeah, I I painted the landscape, or I was yeah I was thinking about the landscape and plastics, and then I go, there's this whole um, plastic crisis. And then it's in our food now. Right. So right. I did... A it's a light bulb moment. Yeah, exactly. So plastic landscape that actually looked like a dining table with plants all over it. So it's like from land to table. So that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> I'm so astonished. Um, how, how... So how do you get shows? Like, do you get invited? By, do you have... Do you, does someone manage you? Um, I'm hoping to get a manager soon. Yeah. I have contacted a friend who took art management. Please, um, please say, please, please start it. Just yeah. Start <laughs> um, but when you're first starting out, you actually go to exhibits. You actually, the whole reason I think you should go to art school is not necessarily to learn technique because you can do that on your own. Oh, time. thanks for opening this. Yes, yeah. that's that's actually the next. Like, is it? Yeah. So um, going to art school actually gives you connections to already established uh, artists. So that's the biggest advantage of going to art school. The connections you'll get if you're a good student and your teacher's yeah. like you. And your teacher's like you. <laughs> that's true. No, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Um, what's Speaking about art school... Wait, did you, did you go to art, art I school? Did. I did. I graduated. I, 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 I actually didn't answer properly. <laughs> you asked if I actually yeah. graduated. Um, I went to UP Diliman, CFA. Uh, yeah. Mm. I, I have a bachelor in fine arts. Right. And that's where you met... Um, Ellie. Yes. Ellie. Yeah, we were classmates. Ellie's, Ellie... I, the last time I saw you guys, you said... Oh, she, she was trying to get a sponsor for New York. I remember. She's actually studying in Chicago for her master's right Whoa. now. Yeah, she's doing really That's well. Cool. She's actually curated a show in New York. Yeah. What? Are there a lot of are there a lot of people like her or like are there a lot of people na madami bang doing the same thing that she's doing or Ellie is a force all on her own. She's like very different. Yeah, right? she's she'll do like so much I'm not just it. for herself but for her family it's amazing no I knew from the get go that she knew the business of the business side of it yeah but then when I because we we had a chat during the um, yeah that event yeah that yeah. event and we were, we were talking and then she showed me her her work and I was like whoa whoa <laughs> what her name is Eleanor Hiron by the way you should look her up she's really good Angaling, <laughs> sobrang galing I um, did she go to art school? Yes, we were classmates in painting. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I asked yeah. you <laughs> if you met her there. Um, what's, how did you, how does one develop a career towards, towards that? Did she, or did you intentionally do it? Did you get, um, like, in, did you, sorry, my question is like, did you, did you did you apply for a for a position? I'm trying to yeah, pattern okay. this in I a way I where where you're, you're like you're applying for a um, a stall at an art show yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know. Um, sometimes there are actual literal stalls if it's an art fair, uh-huh. but regardless, art fair or art exhibit, the way to start is by applying. You either. Um, write up a proposal, send it to the gallery, but galleries get hundreds or even 
thousands of applications depending on where and what gallery, right? So the most effective way to do it, if you're very, very good at networking and not coming off as awkward, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, is you go to exhibit openings and you actually talk to people and then eventually you'll meet the right people and maybe impress the gallery owner and then they'll invite you to the show. Shit. That's how Ellie would do it because Ellie is very charismatic, very yeah, magnetic, yeah. right? It's so much energy. Yeah. What's What's been the most difficult obstacle so far? Uh, I mean, in terms of developing your career. Oh, I think personally it's because I get a lot of social anxiety when I feel like I'm talking to people important in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the whole reason I got into art was because I thought I wouldn't have to talk to anyone. I thought mm. I'd just hide in a hole the whole time. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I've gotten a lot better about talking about myself and art in general. But when it comes to the actual industry, I still get really nervous. And um, I wish the courses... Oh my god, and another thing is that schools don't teach you how to pay your taxes as an artist. Uh, like, oh my god, please, someone tell me how to do that. Whoa, wait, <laughs> That's true. I've never thought of that. Yeah, and they're actually, if you're, I think there are sometimes are talks on how to do that. Yeah. So I, Whoa, I should make that. Taxes must be huge per piece. I guess. I know some galleries do do that for you. So you okay. don't have to worry about it, but not all. Not all galleries will take care of that. Holy crap. Wow, <laughs> I never thought of that. So yeah. kids, congratulations on being artist. Yeah, kids, get ready for your taxes, my guy. You you uh you think you'll get it easy in life? <laughs> it's still the same, right? <laughs> yeah. But then what's what's um how do you navigate around the art world? So say say you're starting out, what would be the first step? Oh, so sorry. So meron ka ng portfolio. Is it called yeah. portfolio? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, meron portfolio. Where do you go from there? And just um, so one, make sure your body of artwork is recorded really well. It can't just be whatever point and click. You really have to showcase your work really well. Visual art, that's very important. Um, then you have a write-up about your work and yourself, background, and then that's what you email to galleries. I definitely recommend going to art exhibits, checking out what's out there. Um, also, knowing which galleries will support your style of work and the message that you're trying to convey is very, very important. Mm. You, I mean, you can send to all the galleries, but if what you're saying and selling is not what they're looking for, it's just a waste of your yeah. time. Right? So, there are themes pala yung galleries. Galleries definitely have their own personal Whoa, themes. that's amazing. I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know that. <laughs> What's integral to your, to your... Oh, sorry. Going back to the question a while ago, the... the you said the first step was to send out emails um, to your... What happens... I guess the first step would actually be scouting the galleries first right. before you send the emails. Right, right. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Scout the galleries first and before you send out the art um, just so you know you're putting your stuff in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And then once they do call you, that's... is You've got pieces ready or you've got... Um, mm, no, most galleries are actually booked like for at least a year ahead. So you, there's, Whoa. yeah, so, I mean, yes, having a body of work ready will help a lot, uh-huh. but it's not essential. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So there, oh, so there are times when you have to build um, just for the show. Yes. 
Yeah, because yeah. sometimes there are like specific themes, and if a gallery like takes you or likes your work, but will only want to squeeze you into a show, that show might have a theme. Uh-huh. And you know, sometimes actually just going to art exhibits and talking to people really helps. I went to this one art show, and. I stayed really long, like I was just looking at the art, talking to people, and then I was one of the last people standing, and then one of the artists from the group show comes up to me and starts talking to me, I guess trying to sell the work or trying to get to know me, like see if I was a buyer yeah. or in any way could help him in his career. And then he goes, like, so what do you do? I said, I'm actually a painter. Oh, like, how, what do you do? What do you paint? And then I said that I painted on leather, and he goes, you're the leather girl. We've been looking for you. See, we see, want you in our show. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, you know? Whatever you're doing is so fucking unique. It's just <laughs> fucking amazing. And so they got you. Yeah, so I actually exhibit with, exhibited with them in Alabang recently. Yeah. I remember us talking about setting an event. Like a really... Oh like, you remember that? Yeah. We were trying to build um, like a collab. I remember. Somewhere in the south. Oh, I messaged you because I had a venue. Mm-mm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Do you remember this? I, 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 I remember me messaging you. I was like, hey, have you ever thought about building an event Mm-mm. so one the reason why i messaged you is because my friends were like hey mark you've got all these connections and you've got the network why don't you make something out of it yourself because at that point i was working for i'm actually at that point in my life right now <laughs> yeah you know you just, it's not it's not too difficult yeah. as well you set you set it up right especially now i think now is prime time for for artistic um ventures Deva, you've had I, I was supposed to do a show at a really really sketchy house where I would do an art, I, I wanted to do three p three. It was a three p show, uh, live um, live art. I wanted to do a band, a band, and then an electro. Sketchy house. And then yeah, it was a sketchy <laughs> house in Cubao. I think you know the guy. Do you know Gary Ozaeta? I don't think so. Um, he knows who you're talking about. The dominatrix you're talking about. Oh, was it Joyan? Yeah, he yeah. knows Joyan too. Okay. <laughs> I'm not actually interviewing, but yeah, he has a house. It's called. Lakan, Bahay Lakan, or something like that. Oh, I heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually do bondage. Um, uh, I don't know what it's called. Sorry, sorry if I said bondage photo- uh, photography, shibari. but Shibari. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I wanted to do that, and if I had the guts to do that, and I, I'm not even a legit you do artist, the right? Shibari? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I meant the event. The event. Ah, okay, um, okay. You know, I I think you should really try it out. What's the most integral part of your work? You think? Is it, is it really communication? Because we've been talking about communicating. Communicating is why I do it. But I think the one of the more integral things about it is that I'm stubborn. <laughs> you know, you have to have like a thick skin. You have to be okay with rejection. You have to be okay with people like telling you um, that, you know, art's not a real job. That you can't make money out of it. Fuck you people. <laughs> You have no idea until right. you've seen the her work and her <laughs> friends' work. Uh, you know, people like trying to. Yeah, it's really, I guess, grit. Is yeah, one of the most important I think things. grit is really yeah. high. The, the, yeah, I think, I think it's the highest requirement as an artist. You really have to grit and and mm-hmm. play it out as 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 strong as you can. Mm-hmm. What's it? Do have you had any experience where you've really had to? gritted out (laughs) I think that that came fairly recently so as I've mentioned a few times I'm very bad with the whole networking thing Mm -hmm. and I relied heavily on my friends because the thing is 
I started out with a group of extremely talented female artists as soon as we graduated college, and then we would exhibit together. And then because they were much better, I guess, at um, socializing with people in the art scene, mm. they got more connections than I did, and I would also frequently miss exhibit openings, so people wouldn't really remember my face and associate it that well with my artwork. Um, so I lagged behind, and as my friends grew, they grew connections, and then I would still hang out with them and then they would also give me shows so now that they've all moved on like they have families or they've moved to the states or they're busy with their own like small businesses um i've still kind of lagged behind in creating my own connections and so yeah that's so that's your that's your um i see yeah so now i I have to go out there and actually talk to people hooray (laughs) (laughs) no you can do it we can do it let me look at you now you're Mm. you're really comfortable i think the way i see it thank you what's um what's your favorite uh, do you have a favorite artist this is a really an elementary question Mm. but have you ever drawn inspiration from someone locally um i tend to live under a rock i'm still very bad with going to exhibits so not really. I don't pull inspiration from imagery specifically. I do like talking to oh, other artists. This is so good. Yeah. yeah um, like I met someone recently. His name is Ian Inoy. He's very interesting. He's also very passionate about the environment, but he's more of a performance artist. So you, if you find his Instagram, you'll see him in um, clothing and um, face paint, and he's like trying to become a human coral. To, like tell what? Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? Ian Inoy. Yeah. Wow. Very very pretty boy, by the way. How do you say? How do you spell Ian? E- oh, okay, I'm yeah. looking at his Instagram. Yeah. He also has some oh, sculptural whoa. work. His paintings are also very abstract, very colorful, based on coral. Also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very interesting work. Man, the amount of freedom. I really feel like it's it. It'll be whoa. He's naked. <laughs> artist that happens yeah, that's true. <laughs> the amount of freedom that that you, you guys have is just something that i completely completely adore oh there is someone that i do like his color palette yeah, in a respectful way um, yeah sir japs so i really like how colorful his work is and then how his brush work is very prominent it's not smooth and his work is polished but um it's more the painting the paint brushwork is a little bit more rough and illustrative than it is smooth, but it still works in a painterly way, which I thought was very interesting. Do you know Tom Sachs is his name? Is it Tom Sachs? No, no, it's Tom Sachs. I might know the imagery. I'm better he's, with. He's um. Look him up. He's um. He builds things as as an art, like as an art form. Like when I say build, he's like he literally builds Mm-mm. like really weird. Me- so I one think of I'm his, looking at it now, yeah. One of my favorite works of his is he built like a NASA training program, uh-huh. but it's but it's, it was for art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check it out. His oh, hold on, let me Tom. I think I see it. Is this it? That's only oh, that's oh. a that's a film that he did. Oh. But before that, he did a he made a he made an art. Pro- uh, sorry. An art, an interactive art um, installation where you could train or pretend to train. That's so cute. As an astronaut. 
check him out. He's so, he's so amazing. Um, the reason why I know him is he actually collabed with Nike for a shoe. Mm. Don't know how that happened. But, you know, that kind of um, really threw me off in terms of, wait, 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 wait. How is he doing this? If Because I, I love building stuff. I've, I don't know if you've seen my stories, but I can build mm, I a lot of things. Have. I've only started looking at Instagram and Facebook stories recently. Recently? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah, social media is not normally my thing. I can do like wood stuff and I can build I can build a lightsaber if, if I needed to. That's awesome. Um, Did you see my jacket's actually done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was noticing it. Like, that's why I actually brought it up. I can build a lightsaber um, that can, you know, make sound and shit. And he, what he does, what he did was he just made it into art. You know? But I think the perspective is completely different. I think, I really think art is in, is, it, you're born with it. I really firmly believe that you're born with it. I feel like art is also a lot intention. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's actually what differentiates art from just a simple illustration that yeah. you buy to hang on your wall. Mm. The intent behind it. Although sometimes the intent is just, I want a pretty picture. <laughs> I'm going to make a See, pretty that's picture. See, that's the thing. That's what amazes <laughs> me because that's freedom right there. Mm. And then people are like, wow, what a complex piece of art. <laughs> but then at the back end, the artist. The is artist like, is like giggling. Yeah, <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to do that. I was watching. Oh, I was watching something about Van Gogh um, yesterday. Heading home. Shit, I wasn't watching while I was driving. Okay, <laughs> I was just listening to it. His, no, name's, his name's Nerd Writer, um, and he was studying one of Van Gogh's pieces. It was one of his worst looking pieces of art. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the complexity behind it was intentional, which is what you just said, Mm-mm. is intention. So it's the one, I'm not sure if you follow it, but I, I don't follow it. I'm just, I just watched it yesterday. There's, it's a pub. So the scene is a pub and all the, 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 um, the color uh, combinations were really offsetting, which was green. It was like mud green and red. <laughs> Blood okay. red. Yeah. So it was, it was very offsetting and... Um, it was just, and then he studied it, and I was like, "Did did Van Gogh intentionally do this? Mm-hmm. Did he intentionally do this, or was he just, was he just having a bad day? Or was and he out of paint? <laughs> yeah, true. Was he out of paint? Was he just using them every, uh, like the leftovers? Yeah. <laughs> and then he studied it, and I was like, "Holy shit, is this true? How true is mm-hmm. how how true is 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 the fact that he only put the shadow on the pool table?" To make the entire, to complete the entire photo and really put it in, in a very unsettling way. Because he said Van Gogh did it this way. Be- oh, it was actually one of his last pieces before cutting his ear off. Okay. He said Van Gogh did it this way because he just wanted to portray how a really cheap and, 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 um, like back alley pub would feel. Yeah. I was like, did he intentionally do this? Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to say. Yeah. Like, you can only really know if you actually ask the artist. Everyone yeah, is... Yeah, you know, it's really... Art is really out there and free for interpretation. One of the one of the things that really stuck with I me... I think that's what makes it beautiful, actually. Yeah. One of the things that really stuck with me um, from college was I had a teacher, like, ask us, like, why are you making this piece? Uh, and then we go, it's because I want to instill this thought and this these feelings. And then he looks, I don't remember if it was at me specifically or a friend. And he goes, 
that's extremely like arrogant of you to, to, <gasps> to you know to say really? because once you put your artwork out there like that's you can't psychically project onto your image and have it reflect onto oh. a viewer right because they are going to interpret it with their own unique worldview and their own unique experiences so i think as an artist you don't expect people, people to interpret it the way you put it out there what you should expect from your audience or at least be thankful for is that they appreciate it and that they genuinely like your artwork they connect with yeah, it yeah they connect with it on their own personal level what's your favorite artwork so far like of mine yeah um was one that you really enjoyed um or not even enjoyed one that you made and 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 translated better than you thought you could okay so two came to mind um Technique wise, there was this painting from I think my first solo exhibit. And this is one on newspapers. I think it was in the newspaper. The That's one crazy. The I saw it. I was like, like, "Whoa, she's on the newspaper." The person with the long hair and the abs, and that hand. Oh, I love that hand. That is until yeah. this day my favorite painting of a hand that I did myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you get these right. Like yeah. there are specifics. But did people notice the hand? I, yes, I think so. I know this is the hat, yeah. 100%. We talked about it. Um, is this it? It's like, is what you're doing now with plastics, Mm-mm. is that your next venture? Or is this something that you just... No, I think this is definitely what I'm going to pursue next. I mean, I've been just collecting plastic from my own home. And there's so much. I have a whole cabinet full of plastic. And this is just one household and already in that household there are two people in it that are very environmentally conscious it's just that everyone doesn't think about what they purchase and how they purchase it and where the trash goes after the landfill so if you actually just keep your trash at home rather than throw it out after a week you'll see yeah. how much plastic right. you you'll feel you'll right feel away yeah, yeah you'll feel the the actual effects so that's a lot of free material for me <laughs> on, for, on the one hand and it's also kind of depressing just to see how much yeah. waste there is from yeah. one house <sighs> I don't even know I, I only know of one land well two landfills including Smoky Mountain mm-hmm. I don't even know where, where everything goes actually yeah. hopefully they find a way I heard of a, of a Japanese scientist um, that that bred a microbe or a microorganism I don't know but that eats uh, plastic. I've seen. Have you seen I that? think there are also worms that do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worms. Oh, actually, they were they were actually worms. They were worms. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of um, technological advances on like the whole zero waste and plastic front. I think instead of plastic bottles, they're trying to get this one out of um, off the ground where it's the, it's not plastic. It's like this biodegradable bottle. So once you're done drinking, you just kind of throw it and it'll just disintegrate do you know about the um the utensils in india yes oh yeah i saw eat? those yeah that's amazing <laughs> I, want that. I want that as you know like now i'm i've this is gonna sound really weird and fuck you if you think it's weird but i'm i'm using chopsticks for, <laughs> for chopsticks? are you kidding i love chopsticks like really? they're sleeker they work with almost Anything except, I guess, wet rice. <laughs> yeah, wet rice is really difficult. <laughs> do you, sorry, do you recommend? Do you recommend any artists locally besides like, the ones you mentioned a while ago? Besides the ones I mentioned, it depends what you're looking for. Um, like, if you really want something 
out of this world. You look up Giona Zuleta. She's really how do you how do you, how do you spell that? Z U L Zuleta. Oh, Zuleta. Yeah, Zuleta. Okay. She's really interesting, and she's a mom now, so her work's really centered around her baby. But um, sorry, was it Giona? Giona. Giona got it. Um, so she actually was one of the most talented students in our class, and she could do f- like hyper realistic paintings that were somehow surreal at the same time. And then she just kind of transitioned into the more dirty looking artwork just because she wanted to. And then she kind of digests a lot of our world now and internet culture, and then just kind of. <laughs> I want to use colorful imagery to kind of reflect her artwork, but I'm also, I don't want to offend. Mm. But yeah, so she kind of processes it and then she puts it onto her canvas in a very raw, honest way. And then she not only paints a certain way, but she lives her artwork, uh, lives her life like it's her artwork. So that's also very interesting. I think Giona is someone you want to talk to if you want the full art experience. She wild. <laughs> really? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> she just she just said she wild. Okay, yeah, her I, I want to check her out. Her thesis in fine arts was that okay, so she took genre painting and she kind of put it up to the micro, like a uh, microscope, and then put put a magnifying lens to it. So Giona is not very good at expressing herself verbally. I don't know if that's intentional, mm-hmm. like a part of her character, or that's just who she oh, is. I think it's just who she is. Yeah. If it's that level. Mm-mm. So she took genre painting, which traditionally depicts everyday life um, as joyful. So these are like medieval farmers smiling in the farm, not sweating, not having a hard time. Peasants eating dinner, not looking like they're starving. And then she goes... Um, well, the thing is, everyday life is messy. Everyday life is hardship and shitting and eating and farting and making mess. So her in her thesis, you walk into a classroom and it just has clothes askew everywhere and toys everywhere. And it's this giant heaping mess. And then uh, as she's talking and defending her thesis, <laughs> she has a jar of shit in her hand. What? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then she like tosses it onto the ground and it breaks yeah and her mom has to clean it up and as her mom's cleaning it up and everyone's leaving the classroom her mom's like this is my shit are you serious, serious? oh my god <laughs> wow yeah. I do not know like what that. to think about yeah. but mm-hmm. Jesus it makes sense and it has really yes. high impact yeah yes Another one who's a little bit like this, again, very high impact, also thinks about their artwork a lot, but it also kind of makes you go like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Is um, Martin, I can't remember his last name, but he was, so he's a part of that group of artists that I mentioned that's like all girls because Martin is an honorary Spice Girl. (laughs) An honorary Spice Girl. (laughs) So we called ourselves. That's intense. Yeah, Martin Lorenzo de Mesa. Lorenzo or de Martin Mesa. de Mesa. He's also a performance artist and a really talented painter. I think, um, I don't know, I really think we need more coverage on this stuff. Okay. Honestly, just in all honesty. I don't know if there's something happening already with, with art. Um, I don't know if it's an obstruction with the purity or the sanity of the art. Yeah, okay, so like, I, I don't know if it's the beer, but I'm going to be a bit like frank about this. Yeah, yeah, go. I think you're going to find a lot of material on art, but I think what it's harder to find is 
it's hard to find people talking about art in a non-pretentious way. True. Know? Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. True. Because <laughs> I think it's it's an inhibition Mm-mm. that that exists in 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 any art. I think. Um, but then how you know how are you gonna get out there, right? Yeah. The thing is, because when the whole world is looking at, I think it's it's partly stems from the fact that art. Um, and I guess music, people kind of look at it and go, ano, ano ba yung silbi ng ginagawa ninyo? You don't yeah, actually yeah. do something for the world. So people don't understand that. So you become extra defensive and mm. then you have to be all highfalutin about it. But I think it's also the history of art and how the reason why art flourished, say, in the Renaissance is because um, really rich people, like, for example, the Medici family, would commission artists really to kind of spread words of yeah, wisdom influence. and not just influence but really philosophy they wanted to reach people who couldn't really uh, have reference to material yeah. or like yeah and say like these are the different life lessons that you guys should know and it was kind of like i like to say that it was like meme culture is yeah. now yeah, so yeah. with funny like what was funny imagery to us now is for them like beautiful imagery that's what caught their attention beauty and grand imagery I was thinking, do you think it'll be better if someone just making art mainstream? Is that, is that is that is that the right thing to say? Or how do we get more art onto the surface? Because right now, I really like, I look at my Facebook feed, I look at my Instagram feed, it's all about posing. Like. I think a lot of people think that art is a luxury. Right? Yes. They think it's a luxury item. Yes, That's that is true. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's on point. Yeah. So they don't understand that um, art or aesthetics um, actually investing in making something beautiful and pleasing is actually kind of a necessity. Um, yeah. Right? Because I don't think we'd be here without it. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, there's actually a really, really good YouTube channel out there. It's, its nickname is in a nutshell. Um, you should look it up. They have a video in a nutshell and then they have this... Um, video about art and I guess how it is they kind of break it down in a way that says the concept of beauty is something that actually grew with us it is stemmed from evolution and then they go like symmetry usually means that it's a healthy plant or healthy animal to eat so it's kind of ingrained oh, in us whoa, yeah. that's crazy right? cool. that's true yeah. and then you recognize yeah and then they whoa. move on to say that studies have been done to see that people kind of tend to like to look around at different details so if you look at the building that's ornate and um they really took the time to craft different details they tend to be happier and then you look at just this flat building you know in like a business district it actually kind of depresses you Mm -hmm. and that actually does have effect an effect on your brain yeah 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 100 i can i can feel that every day Mm -hmm. like Heading into so heading to work, I go through Naya X and I can see the skyline, the city skyline. It looks absolutely amazing. But then when you get there, it's all gray. There's no color. Yeah, like it's very uninspiring. I don't know if they meant meant for it to be that way. Maybe people are just built for for stuff like that. Mm-mm. I'm a hundred percent sure I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't no, stand it. I think a lot of people don't like it either. It's yeah. just that that's what we think is normal. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. Why can't we like? That's true. That's very true. It's yeah. what people just accept what it is. Mm-hmm. We've come to this to the segment 
where I ask you three, tatlong diskarte yeah. na na pwedeng gawin ng, I don't know, a budding artist or someone that that wants to start um, painting or art in art in general or someone who is already on art but wants to really take off. Okay. So one three thing, things. Yeah. yeah. So I think one, you really you really shouldn't care so much about what other people have to say because people can tell whether or not your work is genuine and really you. People like there's so much artists out there. You have to be honest. You have to find your own voice. You have to do your passion and pursue that. Um, but of course, this is also still a business. So don't just hide away. Very, very few artists can make a name for themselves by just staying at home and making art and having magic, magically like money just appearing in front of them. So you have to go out there and network, mar- market yourself. That's two. Um, I guess the third would be to... Yeah, just, I guess to read and research what's out there. Um, The thing is, again, there's so many artists and everything has been done, right? So you're going to have to kind of research what's been done and then try to find a way to make Uh, it yours. I see. Mm -hmm. I see. Reference, kumbaga. Yeah. Reference Mm -hmm. material. Yeah. That's great. Wow, this turned out. Whoa, this is a this is an eye opener for me. Oh, really, I'm because I, I have a genuine interest for 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 the arts and for art in general, not just painting or not just you know. Yeah, and you know why there's no money in art because everyone asks for it for free. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just saw I just saw a post on this. <laughs> sobrang baba ng sobrang baba ng the designers now. Oh yeah, really pisses me off. Yeah. I saw this post. Tapos parang tinatawarin parang parang, oh, pwede ba free na lang I'll give you exposure. So, diba? tukoy mo exposure. Yeah, like, no, no, Emma, eat that exposure and no, live on it. <laughs> no one needs that shit. No one, they can get that exposure. Ex- exposure anywhere. Exposure. Exposure. Uh, boom. <laughs> they, can, they can get that anywhere. Guys, they, design, them. right, is so important. Just look, just Google bad design. And then you'll see why it's important. <laughs> funny shit out there <laughs> yeah, yeah i've seen this like there was one there was one guy oh i paid a uh, i paid um i paid a designer on fiverr <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> but yeah thank you so much that was that was really great thank you I for loved having it. me um do you want to promote your do you have any shows upcoming or do you want to promote uh, your yeah i do have that um mental health show coming up on august 24 it's called kinship in honor of an artist who actually committed suicide. Whoa. Um, yeah. Deep. Okay. So yeah, a bunch of artists are coming together and going like, guys, <laughs> and, you know, it exists. And it's also like, there's going to be talks where you can find help and how to get it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's August great. It's really soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, wait, what is, that's, it's like now. yeah so i really now. gotta get working <laughs> i'm like not even halfway done wait one last question that i forgot mm. i went to pinto art, oh, yeah. art museum mm-hmm. how do you get there how do you get to pinto yeah, yeah like no no sorry like how do you as an artist how do you reach that kind yeah of reach gallery. that kind of gallery a lot of times it's really the luck of the draw 
like oh, what yeah like right place right time like that's like you know you keep going to exhibits and hope you meet the right people that eventually get you to that point mm-hmm. i mean sometimes a proposal will work if your work is fantastic enough to stand out through like the hundreds of emails that they get um but yeah like this one person i know he just had an exhibit and then the owner of pinto showed up like his like his work and invited him so I guess Whoa. that's why that's why exposure can be important. Just don't pay us in exposure. <laughs> that's true. Okay, that's yeah. it. That was my question. Just because I went to Pinto, I went to Pinto. I'm a late Pinto bloomer. That's I went amazing, there right? a year ago. I um, mean, my best friend just went there a week ago. It's just amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Really There's one section collection. though that made me feel really weird. Which one? I don't is know this? if that's normal. <laughs> um, it's the one where you know how it's a hill, right? And you mm-hmm. go down the mm-hmm. first one that had the. I don't know if it was a replica of the Spoliarium. Or it was a version of the Spoliarium. I think I know which one you're talking about. Like yeah. the really, really big painting. Yeah, the yeah. big painting. That's not the real one, isn't it? That's no, not the real one, right? No. Yeah, the real one is in the National Museum, um, which I haven't. I have yet to go to. But I went there. I, we went inside. I felt really uneasy. I felt like because I saw the artwork and it was all about suffering. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa! I really feel this, and it's. I just felt weirded out. I didn't even intentionally do it. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the paintings. I was just observing and it was just just felt just weird but yeah thank you so much for for guessing and thank you so much for for accepting the invite um, i really really yeah. really appreciate it thank hopefully so i could interview you, a couple of your friends oh yeah and maybe we could work on a project i don't know work yeah, on a project yeah i'm resigning oh shit i'm, resi- I'm resigning <laughs> I'm, a, I'm resigning in a couple of months um <laughs> you know i really want to get into this stuff and just make sure that 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 we get coverage yeah um, in a way i'm not like in a way that's comfortable for artists cool that's it thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening hopefully you guys stay tuned for the next episode um and i'm sorry if there's noise in the background <laughs> there's noise in the background this this is more noise than usual very real shit um hope you guys listen and watch again for the next episode thank you so much for watching Stay sharp, <laughs> stay clean, appreciate the small things. <laughs> so that's right. No, that's very like important. <laughs> that's how you stay happy. You appreciate the yeah, small that's things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I always say that, but this time it was just weird. <laughs> Thank you so much.